You have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Safe Podcast. Your contact's code names are Luke. So we were on a pontoon for four days. I, it's literally taken two straight days to like recover. I literally just sat, like laid my head down and I set an alarm. I was like, shit, if I fall asleep, it's going to be a problem. Matt. There are such things as good landlords. You know, I've known people who've is lived there? for, oh yeah, I've why, known people who've lived camping? for like 20 years in a place that had very modest rent increases and they basically are like family to the people who own the place, you know? Bye. We didn't get along with them. We were more punk rocky and they were like co-op hippie people. It would be nice if the hippies and the punk rock people could coexist together. Not what happened that night. I wore a garbage bag as a Halloween outfit. I remember that. And it just got dumber from there. And Scott. I had a girlfriend like 08 that was paying 550 and I think people in 10 years later were paying 550. They kind of vetted you out based on, you know, if they liked the cut of your jib essentially. Welcome into the latest edition of the Is It Safe Podcast, episode number 35. That's a nice number, a 35th episode. They said it couldn't be done, but we did it. And here we are. It's me, Matt, Scott. Luke is supposed to be here, but he's running late, so we got to start without him. I mean, Luke, Scott's got a hard out. He's got an airport run to make here. Hard out here. Who are you getting at the airport? Uh, Just a buddy who went to his girlfriend's parents you know place in california she's going to be a surgeon they're eventually going to move to california it's the truth and so he's out there it's high high intensity like her uncle is suffering from alzheimer's he's meeting her parents for the first time and i think he's probably just uh exhausted but i i get to pick him up at 10 you know 10 30 and find out all about it so Mm-hmm. Well, well it sounds like fun. It could be a yeah. good time, right? You know, you're the shit if you make an airport run. It's I feel like you can that's something you can put over bank. somebody in fucking perpetuity and be like, Yep, I still have an airport run on your ass from like 06. So it's, yeah, let's it's, just, it's currency. Yep, it never goes out of style. Inflation doesn't fuck with it. It is one airport ride. Or, you know, a, an airport ride is worth one. Helping someone move is worth about 10. If you help someone move and pick them up from the airport, you're, they're under your fucking thumb. You can retire. Reason will for that. That doesn't sound very reasonable to me, but hey, that's your opinion. I don't like to lord things over people like you, you sick fuck. Neither do I. Neither do I. But uh, I. it's implied. I would never say to somebody... Well, I did something for you. I did X for you. So you have to do Y for me. Fuck all that shit. I trust that my friends know that I have done certain things for them. And if I ask them and they're reasonably available to reciprocate, and, you know, I trust them to do it. It's never been a problem. That one is long gone. Out of sight, out of mind. I like it. Way to move forward from it, Scott. Uh, today's show, we're going to talk about uh, Biden's uh, eviction moratorium. Uh, we'll talk about Luke wanted to go on some rants, but if he's not here, I don't even care about those rants, frankly. Uh, <laughs> and we'll check the old emails, see if anybody popped in with the latest emails. And uh, was there anything else we want to talk about? I don't know. I'm sure there was, and I'm just not paying attention. But I do know Matt wasn't here last week. He was going to go to a Tigers game. He didn't. Spoiler no, didn't. for some of you guys. Didn't, uh, did you go? No, I didn't go. 
Uh, it's funny too because you were making such a big deal, like, oh, you're going with an old professor. Who who even does that? <laughs> I just well, thought, I wonder who those people were. I've never got to be one of those people. Uh, yeah, he's a good guy. His name's uh, Robin Boyle. He's a, he's a Scottish urban planning professor at, from Wayne State <laughs> University. He's retired. But he's not very good at getting tickets, so I'm sorry, Robbie, to put you on blast. But uh, he, uh, you know, now we're in this all digital ticket era. You cannot Uh-oh. get a paper ticket. So I think he was uh, looking in the wrong places, and maybe <laughs> an illegitimate uh, place for a ticket, as opposed to you know, <laughs> one of the standard stub hubs or whatever. So anyway. No tickets, and then I just was ashamed of myself and hid. <laughs> why so? Why so ashamed? That was a good. Uh, that would have been a good four-two victory for you to see. I know. I know. I would have saw four ninety-eight. Four ninety-eight. Yeah. Well, you can't walk up to the box office and get a physical ticket right now. You I can't drive to Comerica Park and just get one. Well, the story gets a little more complicated where. The, the guy I was going with was frustrated and he was outside of his house and uh, what the fuck is this music? Uh, <laughs> what? You don't, is, this, <laughs> is this Sister Hazel? <laughs> uh, I don't think this is the original version. This is John Longatano? This is like a new country, man. This is like Macomb County kind of shit. I'm just curious how this relates to uh... It was supposed to be a uh, Looking for love in all the wrong places. Oh, no. Yeah, that's uh, from Urban Cowboy or. Yeah, looking for love in all the wrong places. This is the only one that came up on Spotify. I guess maybe it's not on there. You're... No, it's it? definitely. I was there. looking for tickets in all the wrong places. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, goddamn. I felt like I was hanging out in Olmont for about yeah. three minutes there. Yeah, I feel like I was. Uh-oh. I feel like I was at a, some, you know, a, a Tigers game tailgate. <laughs> on opening day I dated uh, the woman that oh, look. listened to that song maybe this is it that's it that's that's there that go. gold record right there see this is it's just called looking for love that's the title Not in, in parentheses in all the wrong places no parentheses either I always love a parentheses song just looking for love no G either looking apostrophe oh that's why you can find it looking for you this is this is good. Who is this Single guy? Bars and good time lovers Any guesses? Johnny Lee. Yeah, wow, well done. I don't know who Johnny Lee was. Neither did I. Wait, did you... <laughs> you dick, you looked it up, I see. He was looking anyway. it up in all the right places. <laughs> yeah, he was. That's just classic. I'm down with this. I put this in. Okay. Anyway, sorry, Matt. I totally derailed your conversation. Uh, So, so he was telling his neighbor about this, trying to figure out this fiasco because he'd like you know put a credit card information in to buy some tickets, and. Anyway, he finds out, okay, this is a scam that he was involved in. And then the neighbor was like, well, we have tickets and we're out of town, you know, and we can't be at the game, so you can have ours. So he had two tickets, but instead of taking me, he took his wife. 
because the three of us were going to go. So he didn't have a third ticket. And I wasn't going to go buy a ticket and just actually I should have just gone into the game by myself. That would have been fucking sweet. But I, I didn't I didn't do that. Solo game, uh, huh? I can't remember. Never done it. Never done it. I don't think I have either. I've Got definitely it. done it. Yeah. You've done the solo game. Yeah, for sure. Probably over under 10 times. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, man, it's it's it was nice to be responsible, like, you know, take a little pain medication, hop on the bike, ride to Comerica Park, get a, you know, five. You could get tickets, on, mm -hmm. you know, for five bucks, even when they were good, kind of like between there's 162 games a year, you know, exactly when they were good. I mean, that was one of the best values in professional sports, probably 2009, 10, 11, 13, 14, 12, you know, they were contending at that time and you could get tickets for five or 10 bucks. Uh, so yeah, I went to a, I went to a ton of games. It was, it was great. box office or uh, uh, a man on the street. Uh, a couple times, man on the street, a handful of times, uh, secondary market. Like as the game approaches, as, uh, like approach, you could dating. get, yep, you could get in. I went to a lot of games. Yeah. Like bottom of the first, you know, you got the stub hub and then you got the shady ones. Maybe like you were talking about earlier. Uh, tick pick worst name for an app ever. Tick pick. I think that's the one that I think that's what he was using. Okay, so I've yeah. used I've used TickPick and it's mostly been fine. I've had a couple problems because it's not verified to the level that stuff up shit is. But uh, yeah, just five dollars. Their thing is no fee, so what you see is what you pay on TickPick. Uh, tick Tick TickPick. Tick Say that fast. We're talking about tick pick. practice. We're talking about TickPick. I haven't tick sent an. Yeah, you, tick you end up in the second deck on tick <laughs> second deck, second dick. <laughs> my second dick in a while. Wow. All that to say, yeah, I, I was hitting the, I was hitting the games hard when they were good. I'm waiting for it again. I'm gonna be. I told, I already warned Stephanie. Like the Tigers are good. You're gonna lose more of me on a, you know, on a night in, night out basis. Yeah. <laughs> there was a stretch. There was a stretch there where, I mean, I was listening to or watching every single game of every season. I was checking in on a game. Every Locked game. In. Absolutely. Lock the fucking. Yeah. I, do you I remember know. the time? I mean, I do a show about baseball, but like, do you remember? Do you remember? Yeah, we we're talking about that. Matt, remember that came out? <laughs> yeah. That was a music league pick, wasn't it? No. Uh, Scream oh, was. Scream. Yeah. Scream. <laughs> that song's crazy. What we came yeah. out on network. Remember when he goes national Ooh, television? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good. That sounded right. Do you Can remember? That, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it came Do out you? on Do national you? television. Do you? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear that again. And she said. Second deck. <laughs> the, the moment when the second deck happened was a transcendent it moment. It was. I agree. Name that the one, tiger uh, that hit that home run for extra credit. Oh, man. I uh, know, I'm going to guess. Let's see, what year would this have been? Five years ago, maybe? 
Pro- yeah, mid- five, yeah, five 2015, or six. 2016. Gosh, Victor Martinez. James McCann. Ah. Yeah. James. I do remember a time James. when second deck was uttered. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was I a missed. national television event. It was very weird. Was I remember that. World. You remember the time that Rod Allen chased down Japanese baseball players oh, yeah. in right field? Oh, that's yeah. legendary. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. That is and then he so kind of loses good. track of who he was chasing. And yeah, the rage, like the, the blood feel, filled rage kind of evaporates how, a little bit. Yeah, you remember how Rod Allen like weaseled his way into being like an 84 Tiger, but he's not at all, in my opinion. No. No. Did he? He he was on the team technically, and he's like over the years since he became part of the broadcast during those days, it was like more of the legacy involved than he was, which to me on the twenty eight man roster. He was on the twenty five man roster. Twenty five man? No, they expand they didn't expand. It was only for look, I'll I'll verify how long it was. He has a ring? It's kinda like like Jim Price being on the sixty eight Tigers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh baby. At least Jim Price was like the backup catcher every day. Yeah, he right? was so, a legitimate I mean, backup. Yeah. Two pill uh, free hand. Yeah. <laughs> Rod Allen was on the 84 Tigers. He played in 15 games. Uh-oh. 31 uh, plate appearances. Were, were any of those 15 games in a World Series? These were regular season games. Uh, yeah. He got a ring, though, uh, right? I don't know. Uh, were any of those question. games in that stretch where they like won a shitload of games out the gate? Remember that they they had like a huge. They went on a huge tear. To start In Rod season. Allen's thirty-one games, they went ten and twenty-one. Yeah, what's his WAR? What's Rod Allen's WAR? Uh, Fucking minus five and a half. He got a ninety-seven OPS plus, uh, two ninety-six batting average, going eight for twenty-seven. Uh, Small sample size, yeah. <laughs> one stolen base, three RBIs, no home runs, one double, and uh, three two walks, eight strikeouts. It's not good. I'd I'd like to see that double. He played 11 games for the 83 Mariners, 15 games for the 84 Tigers, then he reappears in 88 for the Cleveland team for five games, and that's his major league career. He turned that into a career. A career which he subsequently fucked up royally by, like, assaulting his uh, Uh, co-host over a chair. Hey, that's my chair! (laughs) <laughs> that's what happened it's so stupid but yes. that tension builds up it's like a marriage you know yep he I miss the gas uh, she was in like please. an ace hard ace hardware commercial that used to play during the broadcast too and he's like I'm a veggies <laughs> guy <laughs> I'm a nine on the tension scale rope <laughs> yeah like how do you how do you get it was talking about green lawn and shit right uh yeah maybe you're grilling or something I'm a veggies <laughs> guy I'm I'm, oh no, no, you're right. No, I think he's talking about growing veggies or something. Oh man, Rod Allen, Mike, if you could find that, the Rod Allen, like, what is it? Turf, turf, green, turf, true, yeah, yeah, yeah. not true green, but it's like some fucking Scott's turf builder. <laughs> oh, that's some good. That's some good idea. I think it's bizarre that uh, we're a half hour after start time. Luke hasn't even texted anything. I hope he's all right. Yeah, it's weird. It's not a good, not a good. I'm sign. assuming. I'm assuming he's either there's like some type of 
relationship thing going on like they're having a discussion or maybe somebody showed up at the front door that's the other thing remember that one time he, he had to bail immediately because someone showed up at the front door to that one show <laughs> hey was it like just a stranger at his front door or what he's like guys i gotta go someone's here <laughs> that's what he said i don't know exactly if it's a stranger or not but it was funny. and it, he can't disengage he's like <laughs> he's just sucked into the black hole of a conversation with this person <laughs> I, gotta go. I, I gotta go. There's nothing I can do about this. And you want me to change? Fuck you! Some people don't change. It's true. Uh, Rod Allen. Yeah, it's trash. Go ahead, Scott. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure Rod Allen's trash is known. Rod Allen's trash, yeah. No, it is strange how quickly we become concerned in a hyper-connective world. Like, oh, yeah. That pearl, what's wrong? I mean, like, you start running through the possibilities after, it's like, this is a firm commitment. Let's run through the possibilities after, like, 11 minutes or 20 minutes of not hearing from somebody. It's, like, kind of crazy. The connected world has created (laughs) situations where there is no such thing as a firm commitment anymore. You always have an out, because you can always be like, no, I can't make it. You're not accountable to actually show up anymore. It's awesome. Yeah, I love it. However, the expectation I'm at my local Ace Hardware because they have the knowledge (laughs) I need and the products to support it. Hi, how can I help you? I see all these beautiful ballparks. How can I get my lawn to look like that? The key to getting a major league lawn you're looking for is proper watering, mowing at the right height, and feeding your lawn four times a year with Scott's Lawn Food. That's good advice. Thanks, big fella. Right now, Ace Rewards members instantly save $20 on Scott's best annual program, Ace, the Helpful Place. <laughs> okay. Okay, see, see, you can find him. see if you can find him saying, I'm a veggies guy. <laughs> Is Tell me how I can get my lawn. Veggies guy. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, there's only one Rod Allen commercial that seems to come up, but uh, I'll keep looking. You never know. We live in a hyperactive world, though. People want to know where you are. Hypervigilance is at an all-time high. Hyper-hyper-vigilance. Is that what's happening? Uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's certainly trending more toward population. Hyper. Hyper uppercut. Tiger uppercut. Tiger knee. That's Street Fighter. That's different. Ah, you get... Ah, you get... Ah, you get... (laughs) Oh, hey, what about... uh, You know what that reminds me of? Some reason that reminded me of this, and I don't know what that says about uh, Dugan or whatever it is, but Mike Duggan. So the guy, <laughs> hey, we yelled out uh, Dinger at oh, the Colorado Rockies that, game. Yeah. Uh, I was on Twitter that night, Sunday night, it was the other night, and somebody posted the video of this is like something you know doing the virtual signal. I mean, it was obviously they were shaming it, and with good reason because it sounded just like the N word. And then she deleted that tweet, and then I found out later that the guy was a big Dinger enthusiast, and Dinger is the Colorado Rockies mascot. Some reason it's a dinosaur. When I worked there at Coors Field ten years ago, I always wondered, like, why is it a dinosaur? I never really got a good answer on that one. I really didn't. Coors. But uh, <laughs> that's who Dinger is, and that's what happened. That guy's life was this far away from being ripped apart. But it was verified that he did not use the N-word at all, but it was on the broadcast of the baseball game and stuff. It's just, it would be likely that a guy would do that. Though. That's why it's not like. Well, yeah, the broadcaster like, actually called it out, right? He was like, yeah. that's some vile language we just heard. Yes. We do not stand for that. Yep. So, it was, for it. 
So it was it was authentic. Yeah, it was triple verified by three different well, reporters. Do you remember? The okay, so very similar. Do you remember? I think this was early pandemic or like right around the time that we shut down in the states. The uh, newscaster, female, just like some white. Oh yeah, the uh, Los Angeles Nakers. Remember that one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was kind of like, I was like, it seems like it's would be reasonable if someone mashed up Los Angeles Lakers and New York Knicks, and that's how it came out. That's what happened. You know, you're like rewind. It's like you're a DJ, like rewinding the record. Nakers. Nakers. You're like, oh my God, I fucking forget all this shit. Like it's I definitely just- listened to it many times in a row, and I, I remember that happened. Yeah, that was right when COVID, right before it broke out. Do you have that, can you find up. that she audio? Fuck, she fucked up. He like, uh, how about this one real quick? How about this one? For sure, Rod Allen and Mario and Pemba got into what is being described as a physical altercation. <laughs> that was Tuesday as the Tigers played the White Sox in Chicago. Tonight, Allen's Devin. agent is talking and Pemba silent so far. All of this as the Tigers begin a weekend of celebrations honoring the 68 World Series win. Oh, no. Mark McDonald at Comerica Park and Mara, sources are telling us Allen put in Pimba in a chokehold. Nice. Now, Alan's agent is saying that there was This is no a whole package story. What this is hilarious. What say is that there was an altercation. Hi again, everyone. Welcome what to went to down Tuesday night in Chicago is still under investigation in by Chicago Fox Sports too. Detroit. But what sources say happened was Alan grabbing in Pimba in a fight over a chair. The first thing I wake <laughs> up to in the morning is that Rod and Mario get in a fight. I'm... And then, you know, I kind of thought, well, I've it's heard a man on the had, street. like ongoing feuds yeah, back and forth over the years. So Chris Hockendale. I didn't think it ever develop to like a whole fisticuffs thing, but it was it was pretty funny. Alan and Pemba <laughs> are in their 17th season as a duo. They're simply Rod and Mario to everybody who's been watching them work the games for years. What is unclear tonight is whether both will continue on and whether both will nope. be there for this <laughs> end of I wonder, that I wonder if Mario's assessment of Rod's chokehold was that Rod is country strong. <laughs> that was a good one. Well done. Coors. Thanks a lot. I guess Rod oh, is like guys, trying to get back into broadcasting now. Guys, how do I how do I search this? Female anchor almost said I mean, what am I supposed to do here? How do I find this? Oh shit. What I don't know her, her name? name. I gotta know her name. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is a tough one. Anchor, you're gonna have to Allison. Oh, you know what it was? Allison Morris. Yeah, Google it with it was N A K E R S. Yeah, Allison Morris. You know what it was? Uh, it was right after it was when Kobe Bryant died. That's what she was talking Uh, about. Okay, yeah, which was right before COVID. Kobe wasn't the only thing that died that weekend. Her career died. Oh man, is she off the air? When Kobe died, COVID started. Wow, yeah. Basically. Oh, right? yeah. There's like a the billion videos like, of this. I think that's fucking annoying or some shit. Yeah. All right. Here we go. <laughs> there's like 10,000 videos of this. This is awful. Imagine being plastered all over YouTube with like endless. I the We were talking before the show about some Drew and Mike uh, drops. And the, there's that one anchor who. <laughs> oh, yeah. The one that got fired? On his first day. MLK day? No, 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 not that guy. I'm thinking of the guy who's like, fucking shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. He says the G word. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Idiot. That guy's an idiot, though. (laughs) Here it is. 
He was just the kind of athlete, the kind of star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers Kavita. Jesus. God. Oh. Cast on the Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles. Oh man, that is tough. That sounds bad. You hear that in real time. Sounds pretty bad. But listen for Nakers, and it's Nakers all the time. Yeah, yeah. On the Los Angeles Nakers, Los Angeles Lakers. That is a fucking K. On the Los Angeles Nakers, Los Angeles Lakers. Her mistake was going back and correcting herself. If she would have just powered through. You think so? That's yeah, I think she she sounds guilty oh. when she reasons, when she. Uh, uh, but does that, but you know, does that necessarily mean? Did you guilt? see a picture of her by the no, way? No, not at all. It's she okay. looks like a she looks okay. like a frightening person. Look at this frightening person. Mm. Uh, she's terrifying. Nah, I'd I'd go on a date with her. <laughs> yeah, but I'd be afraid a super, of her. A super, yeah, well, that's why I'd go out on a date with her. Oh, you like that? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I kind of okay. like. Yeah, just to introduce a little like. What did you, what did you have? A few drinks this morning. <laughs> that's fine. Hey. Yeah. Hey, we all uh, were just trying to have a good time, you know. You know what? I have an idea. Jerk off party? No. But... <laughs> Here, uh, uh, let's. You guys so didn't I... hear that, did you? So we gonna maybe Luke's getting evicted. <laughs> Don't they own their home now? Oh, well, the bank can throw you out. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, the bank, bank can never stop. But yes, that's right. So uh, I just didn't know. I thought it was fascinating that there's national eviction moratoriums. I'd never heard of it before. And maybe I'm a moron, but I thought it was cool. Even but... you've been stupidly paying your rent on these months. Yeah. Am I an idiot? Uh, one of the agreements we made when I moved in, though, because all COVID was well underway by last July. And I made the point to them that I can definitely pay for my rent. I wanted to risk, really stress that to them. I don't know why I did that, but I wanted the place. So that's why I said that. I mean, I am. I like the article that we're referring to. Um, but you know, which is, which is but, uh, Ben Burgess's. Uh, yeah, the the Jacobin article. But I, you know, just to play devil's advocate, but also tell truths like i'm an unemployed person that pays for rent just fine right now so you know it almost seemed like he was like the thought that someone who's unemployed has to pay for the rent is like basically asinine and i understand where that's coming from but also i mean i don't know like my only income right now is unemployment and yeah I'm, i've been getting a tax-free like for quite a while Wait, wait, I'm, wait, wait, wait. Matt, are I'm you hearing all this? I was hearing a little popping. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you're pop fest, dude. I'm clip pop fest. fest. Oh, it's clip come fest. on. I know. Everything was fine before. What the I don't know. Something. Fuck. What about now? What about now? What about now? Ah, you. No, you're better. I think you're better. Oh. <laughs> he left anyway. What? He did. He, he was He's evicted gone. from this broadcast. That's right. There's no moratorium here, motherfuckers. But we should That's set this up now. because I don't think we introduced it properly. So, yeah, uh, Ben Burgess, mm -hmm. uh, philosopher, philosophy professor, leftist, logician, author of Give Them an Argument, and canceling comedians while the world burns, and frequent contributor to, contributor to Jacobin, wrote wow. a piece about basically the aspiration should be to eliminate the concept of the landlord 
that we should no longer have landlords. The landlord class. Uh, a landlord class, yes. Yeah. Rent Jesus. seekers. He gave some examples. Uh, Austria? Is that one of them? Vienna? That was that was basically the example. <laughs> you know, the the other example would have been you know Soviet Soviet so satellite republics, <laughs> um, mm. which you know, like if you go to Berlin, you go to East Berlin, you go past all the old state housing constructed, you know, post World War II, which actually are pretty nice apartments. Like a lot of people still you know still live in those. Are you insinuating um, that Eastern Bloc countries had legitimate housing? <laughs> well, you know, everybody had a house for the most part. Scott, welcome back, by the way. Welcome. Can you hear me? You sound great. God bless America. Yeah, so well, we're talking about the article. Go ahead. We, which is titled, We Need a World Without Landlords. So, Scott, you were saying... You're, God damn it, I don't know what I was saying. I mean, you're talking I about your own experience oh. and your income. You're playing oh, devil's yeah. advocate, right? You're unemployed. You pay rent. I'm unemployed. I pay rent. I think that was ma- basically the the small and skinny of it. Um, who do you pay rent to? Who is the landlord? Yeah, who is that? Yeah, it is. Well, as of the last twelve months or so, it is urban community. Some very vague collection of ostensibly white old guys that live in Arizona who are probably just. Oh, really? They just have a fleet, you know, they probably have a fleet of troops on the ground looking for places to buy, <laughs> places to invest, buildings, to, you know, from what I can tell. It, it's managed horribly. It used to be like I I pay, you know, I would cut a check to the nice Romanian grandmotherly landlord when I first moved. And then she's Call like, All right, new new management nothing's really changed other than you know neglect and whatever now i can pay my rent online but yeah it's just it's a fucking mistake it's rich people in arizona it's rich white dudes in arizona that's my landlord it seems like the idea is to fix up these apartments although i don't know how much more you can fix them the fucking building it was built in 1928 it's been you know to to Restore this building to its original grandeur would be like tens of millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what they're doing. I think they're probably just going to give it a good clean. And maybe when the iron is hot, start asking people to pay, you know, 10 or 15 or 20 percent rent hike. Fuck you, dickhead. And what is is, (laughs) what what is your. What is your rent, if you don't mind? Uh, it's seven eighty-five. Oh, I wanted to guess. Damn it. Oh shit. Sorry. Yes. No, I didn't make it clear. <laughs> <laughs> How much is my rent? Have I told you guys? What is it? I'm oh, gonna uh, guess. I'm, I'm gonna say six fifty. I'll take the slightly over. I'll, I'll take six fifty-one. Prices Who's right paying six fifty anymore? I don't know. You're probably paying a thousand, aren't you? Eight fifty. Oh, not bad. Not bad. It's a full yeah. house. Yeah, a full house for eight fifty. How That's many true. bedrooms? Well, one. Yeah. See, but your landlord should be abolished based on all the power outages and water outages <laughs> and. Well, yep. my landlord is also part of a, a consortium. 
Uh, ah. Not really, though. It's it's just one family, but they're a consortium of veterinarians across the globe. We talked about this. Didn't you say you took an animal to the Royal Oak one once? Yeah. That's somebody else. Did I, I, I must talk to me. somebody else. Yeah, that was I'm not, not you. That was, guy. Actually, that was Eric Allen. I forgot. Him. That's uh, who it was. Shout out and to Eric, Eric Allen. You know what this reminded me of, by the way? Uh, Luke's not here, so I've not been filling in for Luke. I'm sorry, Luke. I'm so I feel bad. Filling in. Everything is just oh, always the same and getting worse. <laughs> well, good summary of the article with the landlords. It's because um, we're assholes. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot right. of truth to landlords are assholes, Luke. I agree. Luke, uh, what do you think about these landlords taking over? Should we get rid of the ruling class? Okay, wait. So what is the thing that uh, anybody has to do? What is it you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I can, I can almost measure his blood alcohol level in that in that clip. <laughs> it comes in around. I've always been six. too intimidated to do it. He's a- that that one's sharp. Uh, that yeah, one's that, yeah, that, that so one. Tell us, tell us about that tape deck. Oh, <laughs> that oh, tape deck. Oh five. You talk. Was that when Matt was talking about his car? One of several times in which I talked about my tape deck. <laughs> yeah, the- <laughs> We're talking a lot about that second tape deck. Second deck? <laughs> what do you think you are? You're a fucking king around here? Yeah, landlord. Yeah, that's right. These landlords <laughs> think they're the kings, but my landlords are very, it's one family. They're a family of veterinarian doctors. All of them seem to be veterinarians. It's very weird. I just thought the, it's like the- a- Oh, go ahead. No, I just- please. I was just gonna say the term landlord is kind of a funny one. It's got lord in it. It's it sounds so medieval, you know. I fucking hate it. I hate. <laughs> it's got landlords. a feudal ring. I want to be a landlord though. So to rule, to get rid of the landlord class, I'd kind of be a dick. I mean, I'd be interested in being a, someone who owned a property that was rented out to people. Oh, I, what I thought the article kind of missed is like there are such things as good landlords. Yeah. You know, I've known people who've is lived there? for. Oh yeah, why, I've known people well, who lived for like twenty years in a place that has, you know, had very modest rent increases, and they basically are like family to the people who own the place, you know? Really? I wanted to go through that rigmarole of having conversations back and forth, discussing things you're interested in, all that stuff. All right, Luke, now take it easy. That's what we do here. Yeah, go ahead. What were you saying, Scott? (laughs) Luke, shut up. Yeah, I lived in a place that was very rent, controlled from the time matt do you know the uh like cheryl and otto in woodbridge yeah yeah they own the charlene apartments right yeah they i had a girlfriend like 08 that was paying 550 and i think people in 10 years later were paying 550 they just they kind of vetted you out based on you know if they like the cut of your jib essentially (laughs) and they were like you get this awesome place in this great neighborhood in detroit and I don't think that they ever. It's rare. It is rare, but to yeah, just say it's fucking rare as fuck. I've never even sniffed a rent controlled place in my life ever. I mean, you're yeah, this place, place. It's not it. actually <laughs> controlled. It's just by the good graces of these. Uh, it's con- exactly these people. That's mm-hmm. what rent control means. Like people are being cool about it, but there are government rent controlled places, aren't there? In New York City and San Francisco, I think, are the two cities in the United States that have. What about low income housing? Isn't that rent controlled? Uh, yeah, what there we is. call low-income housing, I guess. I don't know if there's a better term for it anymore. I'm fucking yeah. It's, it's usually defined by like a percentage of the median regional income. 
the area median income, the AMI is the measurement, um, which for a lot of poor people is still not affordable, you know? Okay. So you probably see it more here than you do in San Francisco. Or um, you're talking about just those two places are they have on- they have they have designated units that have controls on them for rent. Like yeah. the the landlord cannot raise them above a certain you know, a certain amount per however much time. I don't know exactly so how it works. In San Francisco, that rent is still probably pretty fucking high. Oh, he did a good job. I mean, he killed it, but he killed it too. <laughs> True. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, probably. I mean, there's probably deals if you are in a rent-controlled apartment, but it's hard to get in them. There's a limited supply. I mean, to me, the issue with housing is generally the fact that we don't build affordable housing. We don't build stuff. Everything that gets built is like low income or luxury. There's no middle housing being built in this country. Mm-hmm. Well, public housing's history, yeah, is it's set aside for people who can't afford it, and they do get to live in it basically if they don't even have any money, but that's pretty minimal. There's not nearly enough of that at all, so I agree with what you're saying. And We don't fact, really build public housing in the traditional sense of like the, well, not the 30s. Tenements. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I just call it public housing because it's still like federal or, you know, it's government funded in a sense, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. That's what I mean when subsidized, I say that. Subsidized, subsidized housing. Usually. Subsidized, yeah. That When I lived in Oak Park, that place over in Saratoga, you know, they that whole school and that park that used to be old bus depot, whatever the hell it was for the schools over there. Oh, that, they, in uh, Royal Oak Township there? Yeah, just north of that. It's, yeah. it's right on Saratoga there. And all those places were put up. And the people who own that house... They're like, yeah, we're getting out of here, but we can't sell it because nobody wants to buy it. The, the value dropped. But these were nice, brand new places that were built up. It, it's like a lot of racism. It just flat out is, in my opinion, because they're just making an assumption about something without it ever coming to fruition. But what it does is it actually just creates the cycle without it having to ever even get to a situation where something bad or violent or negative behavior would even occur. It's so fucking stupid. Yeah, like racism in America in the 60s was like a sort of a battle in the streets, you know, and nowadays it's just like I'm moving away from you and I'm just Mm going to have my own schools and you're going to have your own. Yeah, it started then, too. Yeah, right. But yeah, I see your point. There's some truth to that as well. Like integrated neighborhoods just are pretty fucking rare. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In this state, I mean, especially. I often think about it, but then I move around and I live in Maryland and Philadelphia and I've seen the same fucking thing. All three of these places on my experience in Philadelphia, you got uh, where Villanova is and all these high class, just whites only where Kobe Bryant, Lower Marion, you know, where he Mm -hmm. went to high school. All that stuff is kind of cluttered in the same area. And then you got Southwest Philly, you got Northern Philly. They're all they're black neighborhoods or other uh, minority groups that are just poor, you know, poor people, frankly, people who are poverty stricken and not given the opportunity to break out of it. And that's what happened there. And then Baltimore, it's the same thing. Baltimore County surrounds the outside of Baltimore City. Baltimore County is basically mm-hmm. all white people with a much mm-hmm. better police force and blah, 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 while the city crumbles. And that's the same thing here. Oakland County, Detroit, blah, blah, blah. It's all the fucking same. I live in a very diverse neighborhood of old apartment buildings. I don't know how 
integrated it is, but it is incredibly diverse. But I feel like it's a byproduct of just the cost of rent. The fact that you can get an 800 square foot apartment or 700 square foot apartment, one or two bedrooms for $785. And you know, all you all you pay for is electric. But um, how, how diverse is it? Cause like, if you go to like, no, he there's certain the goodness buildings, of his dumb old heart, like on third, <laughs> there's buildings on third where it's like, I guarantee you every single tenant of that building is black. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, my building specifically is pretty diverse. It's, runs the Asian race. It's like 68 year old Romanian women that have been in the building for 25 years and 22 year old young black families mm -hmm. and then white fucking hipsters like me and my girlfriend, you know, are middle aged and it's professionals. It's this unemployed people. It's because of, I don't know. It's kind of everybody. Just, so I know uh, it's not a, all because of capitalism. This it that is literally oh, it. Oh, that's it. Well said, <laughs> Luke. <laughs> but again, it's it's strange. I feel like my trajectory in Detroit housing has been very atypical, and I I realize that. I realize I've had very kind landlords who I had personal relationships with that I knew would never raise my rent, and then moved from that to. A place like this where i see all different kinds of people but yeah matt to your point it's it can be building specific this building is you know 95 percent black and then this building over here is very diverse and then this building over here i guess the history in this neighborhood used to be like the building across the street was like an lgbtq building like that's where that community resided you know we have menjos in our neighborhood which is probably the city's largest LGBTQ like nightclub or most popular, if not, you know, right. Is there another one? I mean, it, that's what it is over here by my, in my neck of the woods. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Does the R and R still exist? I don't think so. Does uh, the, Eagle, the Eagle doesn't exist, you know? No, that's a I'm decade not older. That with you. So anyway, my experience isn't like others, but this is all just to say that's one, that's one mm -hmm. thing. But for the most part, yeah. Landlords fucking blow. Landlords should be abolished. Billionaires should be abolished. Trillionaires should be abolished. I feel like we're all kind of in the same basket when it comes to that. Kind of. I feel it's like America, it, Jack. Exactly. Did you did you read the book uh, Evicted? Did you guys ever see that one? Matthew Desmond. It was nope. a big book a few years ago. I think maybe twenty seventeen. It won a Pulitzer the Pulitzer Prize, and it's it's set in Milwaukee, which is a totally weird city, super segregated city, a lot like here. Um, but the segregation is still within the city. <laughs> it's not like, you know, Detroit is so, I mean, it, actually white population is growing in Detroit, but that's because it shrunk so small that it was, <laughs> it, you know, stick changes in percentages are. Well, you, you guys know. both live in Detroit, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're both white dudes. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Guilty. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> okay. Fair statement. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but did you make We're it a priority? But I mean, because let's, I want to talk about this for a second because, yeah. you know, the whole, you know, like the the hipsters that come in originally eight years ago, all this whole story about the whites coming back to Detroit or white kids coming back into Detroit. I'm just curious how you guys see yourselves or do you just find that to be a bunch of bullshit that you don't want to be a part of any type of narrative? I'm, I'm just curious. 
it's interesting because like I moved here in 2008 hmm. and I've lived here continuously in different places, but I still feel in the eyes of some people as if I'm not like a long-term resident of this city, <laughs> even though I've been here mm-hmm. longer than I've lived anywhere else really. Wow. Yeah, I I totally agree with Matt. Also, to add to that, I think it was because 2008 essentially is if you want to if you want to be really fucking crass and lame and call that like the year of the quote unquote hipster white person explosion in Detroit. I think it just coincided with our generation, Matt and Mike graduating from college and being like, well, if I'm going to live in Michigan, I'm going to fucking live in Detroit unless I have a job that's going to take me somewhere else. Like if I have a job in Grand Rapids or in the middle of nowhere in Michigan, then I'll move there or up north. But let's face it, like the people that either want to stay in Michigan or have to stay in Michigan, have family, have work, just graduated college. Like, I don't think it's a stretch to say that you probably just want to be in Detroit. And so I think between you know, 05 and 2010, that's when the majority of, if we're talking about 35 year old white people moved into the city. And a lot of them have stayed. A lot of us have jobs. A lot of us are professionals and not you, (laughs) not me. I mean, yeah, I'm just (laughs) the unemployment and here's better than a lot of States, but uh, it's all powerful Mm -hmm. everywhere, you know, but so I'm applying for jobs. I'm applying for jobs and I'm fucking looking in Metro Detroit. You know, I, what do I do? It's either like I'm staying here or I'm making a huge move and staying yeah. put, staying put is a lot easier for inertia a number of reasons. Yeah, well, for sure. I'll give you a different take real quick. I, I mean, I moved to Ferndale in 2011. That was like my branching out. I never lived over on the East side or anywhere. That's still not even the East side. Really. It's kind of more East side in my opinion, but I just never was part of my life over there that half, and it was uh, it was awesome, and I I loved living there, and it was cool, and I got more in touch with it. But I I thought about moving down to Detroit, but I didn't want to pay the uh, city tax. Frankly, mm. that actually bothered me. That was like an actual reason. I seriously wow. I looked at places. I remember doing that after tw- in twenty twelve ish because I moved from a couple places in Ferndale over the four year period. I'm like, I don't want to pay, why would I want to pay a city tax of 3% or whatever? So that it's, actually I think turned me two, off. 2.1. Oh, is it 2.1 now? Yeah. Or was it always, was it three ever? Am I making that I up? I got to look that up. Uh, I yeah. I thought it was. It's, it, there's a lot of costs associated with living in Detroit. And yeah. I just thought it wasn't worth it either. I thought I'd get scum fucked, frankly, because <laughs> it's run by scumbags too. And that, that was all part of it. I'm just being honest. Yeah, what does it end up being? I don't know. I haven't paid a ton of taxes since. Yeah, maybe it's overhyped. Uh, it, it's maybe it's. I, a no, I don't no. think I've ever had a thousand. I think I've ever had more than a thousand dollar a year tax bill. I feel like it's usually two to five hundred dollars a year. It's shaped. I don't know. I mean, those Who's are that just, tight though for me. Frankly, that matters. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Yeah, I was definitely. Barely getting by. For and sure. You, I mean, forty dollars a month isn't like anything to sh- shake a stick at, but I think that's about as serious as it's been for me. I mean, it adds up over time too. You know, like I paid a lot of money into Detroit in Detroit and taxes, and uh, yeah, you definitely have. 
you know, you got a queue line and a new stay, a new yeah, right. stadium, <laughs> shit like that. What always kills um, me is that people who work here but don't live here pay more than I do, or pay less than I do. I mean, really? You know, well, in income tax, the, the non-resident income tax is only like if you work at downtown, it's only like one point yeah. whatever percent. You can live on the north side of Eight Mile, yeah, and just avoid that shit. Wow, everything is just. Everything's the same and getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a, what on, an dude. epic, what an epic fucking ghost. I mean, yeah, this, is, this better be fucking good. It's all guess. about banality. That's it. All right. It's a, uh, it's 2.4%. Oh, uh, for yeah. residents and of, of income. Non-residents pay 1.2 of uh, yeah, oh. flat, flat, uh, on earned income. It's because we're assholes. That's a lot of money. Uh, one point two on net or gross. Earned income, I guess. Earned, I don't, okay. uh, net. So, what's yeah. Your, yeah. What you're looking at on your paycheck? One point two percent of your direct deposit amount. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and then and then you pay yeah, you the highest, have to unplug. highest auto insurance rates. Uh, you pay uh, the highest millage rates if you own a, a house. I wouldn't uh, worry about that. I spent most of my adult life not paying car insurance just until the last two years, frankly. I've changed my life. Mm. So it's a big moment for me, I guess, <laughs> that I can afford it. <sighs> I was just actually that's you know, uh we I know we've got a lot of criticisms of Duggan, but I will give him credit for a big <gasps> a big reform was being able to drop that medical coverage on unlimited medical coverage on your on your insurance. I, I my my tax bill like or my uh insurance bill was cut in half over a year. I, I know, and I don't even know what you guys pay, but I pay like I got two cars. One's a 2001 Honda Civic, and the other one's a newer Chevy Trax or whatever. And I pay like 1300 bucks a year for the two cars. Oh, that ain't mm. shit. No, it's yeah, good. I pay, yeah, I pay that's good. $52 a month for my car that I bought off you, man. It's like 52 yeah. bucks. I think I'm that's paying- reasonable. Sixteen hundred dollars yeah. a year for one car. Wow. Yeah. Do you have a note on that car? You pay full insurance? I do full full yeah, yeah it's like yeah. total total blowout because it's like yeah. I never had a car this nice and Yeah. I'm actually glad I did it because when that car got fucked up, I've never had it I've never been in an official accident. I think I told the story about how I Spun out on 94 back in 2017 in the rain because I had bald tires and I had a bag of pills. <laughs> I just left the dealer's house over there on uh, Devonshire. Right oh, it's right there. by my house, actually. Not far. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've probably passed your house several times. We cruised around there like idiots waiting, trying five different dealers. Uh, we knew them all, but sometimes the pill guy rotates depending on who got their prescription at what time of the month. Anyways, I'm leaving and I might was not taking care of my car at all. I had that Honda. And I hit that bend over there on 94. You know what I'm talking about? This is like uh, in between Connor, maybe? And like uh, before you get to the 75 interchange. So yeah, kind of bends there. And I just it's, it's been there's been like a lane shift for so long. So I can't remember where the natural curve in the road <laughs> is. But like, yeah, yeah, I just I as soon as I uh, I hit that going like 62 miles an hour, it's pouring rain and I just hydroplane. I just started spinning and uh, I came to a stop in reverse looking at the oncoming traffic coming at me up against the median but the car was fine the bumper got torn off 
And uh, I just started the car and got the fuck out of there because I had a bag of pills. I'm like, I'm fucked. I'm so fucked. But it's Detroit. <laughs> no one, no one came. I no mean, you can basically came. like shoot a guy on the freeway and not get in trouble in Detroit, which is crazy. It's like um, out of hand. Kind of true. Uh, um, yeah, but uh, the point being is, uh, yeah, car insurance. I never had a good car like I have now. I'm very fortunate. I'm lucky. My mom gave me a good deal. Thanks, mom. Very kind of you uh, to be reasonable. She's kind of a ball buster when it comes to the monthly payments, but. You know, at least she doesn't put a credit report filing on me for anything. Yeah. So I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> but yeah, car insurance, we know the story here. If for some reason you're listening to this podcast, you never lived in Michigan, you're hearing this. It's just the motherfucker of all the motherfuckers. I tell the story a billion times when I moved to Maryland and I lived in Baltimore about, yeah, car insurance in Michigan is fucking insane. It's just fucking insane. I would try to describe it to them. And it was hard to just like, this is awful. And I, I tried to let them know with the numbers, but... Sometimes it didn't equate because they might pay more over there, but the amount of uninsured drivers in Detroit is like it's one of the highest rates anywhere. Yeah, because and I don't blame them. I'm with a lot of the people. Like, fuck, I mean, I don't think it's cool to do a hit and run and then take off. That's not cool. But that happens all the time. Yes, it does. All the time. Yeah. We, yeah, we talked about that a while ago with the eat 'em up tigers guy and his buddy. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's, what happened to that's them. right. So. So anyway, back to landlords. <laughs> hey, landlord! I mean, let me, you know, so I guess the, the article idealizes kind of like cooperatively owned housing, which is cool. You know, co-ops are cool. Um, but there's still a landlord. It's just kind of more democratically run. Your landlord's your tenant association. And guess what? Those can be pretty petty. Yeah. So sometimes it's kind of nice just to have a landlord who minds his own fucking business and you pay the rent. <laughs> this is, you posted in the text thread, Dear Landlord by Bob Dylan? Right? Yeah, it was a much more tame song. <laughs> this is my landlord game right here. Yeah. <laughs> this is Dead Kennedys. If you know the Dead Kennedys, then you know this song. Here it comes. Here it comes. Let's lift the landlord. Love it. But do are we all in agreement here that the landlord class has to go, or because John, that's what you said, Scott. You feel oh. like down with it. When I was getting into the, I'm, I'm into like a benevolent dictatorship, <laughs> as it <laughs> yeah. applies to landlords. The I, I, mean, I can deal with a landlord if they're just if it's the landlord that I had in 2015 that I had a relationship with that I knew that. I was going, I, you know, I wasn't going to be evicted. I was going to get notice if anything, you know, if there were going to be any changes, I would have gotten probably a 12-month notice. Like, hey, listen, hey, we might want $50 a month more because of A, B, C, and D. And then you agree, and that's totally fine. It's like, I don't know. I don't want to bring defunding the police into it, but I keep thinking about it. It's like, I don't want to get rid of all police. Like, we fucking need some police. It's like... We need some we need some landlords and we need to be able to believe that some landlords are fine. So I don't know about getting rid of the whole I don't how do you how do you even do it? Your how, audio how, sucks again, by the way. Yeah. How the fuck do you get rid of landlords? Does it still suck? Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna fucking You lose it. <laughs> <laughs> Poof. Gone. Uh, but you so what do you think then? I don't know, man. I just don't want to live in like a, I don't want to live in government housing, <laughs> you know, government housing. 
I mean, that's one alternative. Like that was mentioned in the articles, nationalizing apartment buildings that have bad landlords. The, uh, yeah, that's that also doesn't sound that appealing. I, I understand that. Like, what's the what else do we have here? What's another option we could do? I mean, cooperatives, right? Like basically transfer ownership to tenants, but then tenants have to democratically decide about improvements, which works if they have resources. But if they don't, if it's a bunch of poor people living together, then you just have a, co- a communal squat. Did you yeah, ever go yeah. to Did you ever go to co-op parties in Ann Arbor? Oh, sure. Or, or live in a co-op? East Lansing, too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's kind of fun when you're in your 20s, but I don't know. Do I want to live in a co-op housing like that, arrangement like that? <laughs> I never lived in a co-op, but uh, in East Lansing, when I lived in Cedar Village in 2000, we... Hey, a, me too. Hey, good times. I don't oh, know you were there in 2000, so you, you rioted there, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I was in between riots because it was football season, and I got kicked out and evicted before basketball season even started. So I didn't oh, get a chance fucking to landlords. Got <laughs> yeah, God, they are ball busters, but they were actually in the right for that eviction because we were bad people. And was that the uh, university that evicted you? Or no, that's the uh, that's the company they own those okay. buildings. DTN not- was that DTN management? Yes, yes, <laughs> very good. That's right, DTN. I forgot about those fucks. Yeah, they own all those apartments. They make a shitload of money off that. Well, didn't they like bulldoze Cedar Village? Didn't, didn't they? they have raised it to the ground like Carthage? Well, it's complicated because there's many different apartment complexes over there. What <laughs> is called Cedar Village, and um, it's changed. It it might be a little different now. It might have been updated, but I will tell you this: there was a co-op. Down the street. In fact, uh, John, our our friend Corey, his uh, girlfriend, was her co-op. And she lived there. She invited us all over for a Halloween party. We went over there one night, and uh, it didn't go over very well. The co-op people and I didn't... We didn't get along with them. We were more punk rocky, and they were like co-op hippie people. For some reason, it would be nice if the hippies and the punk rock people could coexist together. But uh, not what happened that night. I wore a garbage bag as a Halloween outfit. I remember that. And it just got dumber from there. That's all I had. Is that all you had on was a garbage bag? No, I wish. That would have been even better. Shit. I should have done that. No, I wore yeah. clothes. In a you were just, you were trash for Halloween. Would have been, uh, yeah, free balling trash. But uh, co-ops are, I was curious about them. In fact, I've often thought about when I was like just getting clean and all that stuff from the opioids, I thought, man, I should go like find a co-op somewhere in the middle of nowhere in Oregon or something and just live out there and just be a part of the team and it'd be good for me and I'd learn something. But that sounds like maybe a lot more of an idealized yeah. version. It sounds of like that, uh, you're looking for a group home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, shit sounds fine. And then you turn 28 and you're like, that doesn't sound cool anymore. Yeah, yeah. I was 36, <laughs> 37 almost. Yeah, that would have probably been. A, I don't know. But sometimes you turn 26 and sometimes you turn 36. But you do probably eventually not want to live in a co-op with a bunch of people. That's just me. Maybe I'm projecting. But uh, my brother I'm, lived in a co-op in Ann Arbor and there was definitely I have no idea how old this guy was. Maybe he was 36. He seemed old as fuck at the time because everybody else was like 20, you know, but like. Why yeah, is the co-op was, food bar so expensive, though? The people's food co-op? Yeah. That's it's in Ann Arbor. For me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's chiming in here. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> um, yeah, the... Um, why is it expensive? Because it's in Ann Arbor. I don't know. It's in Carytown. It's immediately yeah. expensive. Yeah. But, you know, you pay a membership to be a co-op member and you get deals as a member of the co-op and you can buy in bulk cheaply. 
Um, so as a retailer, you know, just a person who doesn't belong to the co-op who's shopping there, you're paying more. Okay. I don't get it. Never. At any rate, uh, I just feel like the government won't do a proper job and then landlords suck, but there needs to be a balance stru- struck somewhere in there. And I, I like the article's concept, but I don't. I think the article is being a little too hopeful of how the government could take care of business. And that's something we were talking about, Scott, while you left again. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree too. I just think there are issues that underlie that that it, there's more there there are more layers to the onion. That's that's yep. that's an outer layer. There's there are certainly things underneath machinery underneath of that. Uh, that needs to be addressed before we start talking about social housing and you know yeah. that's it's fine to aspire to that like, again i mean i want a lot of progressive policy enacted but i'm my brand of cynicism just doesn't allow for that in a shorter period of time i just see if those things kind of happen it's over years and over decades it generally doesn't happen you know like, hey, we're gonna have a bunch of social housing, like the Marks Hofe building or whatever it was we were talking about earlier. So, I don't know. Maybe that's just being pessimistic. I think. Bye, Felicia. Realistic. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, and when so, and then if you like eliminate landlords, and I mean, that's basically an argument against owning private property, which you know, for some people, is a popular idea, but. It's kind of nice to have your own place <laughs> that you have control <laughs> over. And if you want to like rent it out to somebody, that's kind of nice to be able to do that instead of say, yeah, being a wage slave to somebody else. <laughs> things, both things like, is just always the same and getting worse. We lose sight of the fact, you know, in issues big and small that two coinciding beliefs can be true without having to just turn it up to 11 on one side or the other. I mean, I believe in someone's right to have private land, but I also, on the flip side of the coin, I'm very bullish on there being public land set aside to preserve green space and ecosystems. And I'm a big national park and national forest guy. National, You know, like, I want these public lands that people and Americans and people across the globe in their respective countries can enjoy that aren't in, you know, peril. <laughs> to fucking. <laughs> but we've done a, we've done a fine. I mean, we've designated just in the last two years, we've designated two new national parks. And that's the kind of thing that I don't know when I'm feeling particularly terrible or cynical, I'm like, well, I don't know. What's the victory? We got a new national park in West Virginia. So I guess if you want to celebrate something, that's fine. Oh, really? What's it called? The, uh, Old River. Uh, new River. Sorry. New River National Park. Oh, hmm. New oh, River really? Gorge National Park. Yeah. Oh, I jumped it was, in there. New River Gorge. I, I did that. I rock climbed in 2012. I jumped yeah. in off that cliff. I think it was, wow. desi- it was designated, I think, in at the end of 2020 as part of one of those fucking bills that went through that gave us all it's money. Not taking the movie it's smaller for some reason 
Uh, Indiana, Indiana Dunes, Indiana Dunes was designated in 2019. So I don't know. These are these are small victories, but you know, if you're looking for a fucking <laughs> cherry, <laughs> oh <my God. That's- laughs> there you go. There's your fucking dessert. That's all you get. That's all the sweetness you get out of me. So we're gonna talk about some. Climate shit. I know that was on the on the what? agenda. Oh man, what, what are we talking downer. about? Downer. I don't know. I mean, this this report that I, I you know I didn't even read. I just heard the headlines on it. But it's like basically we're fucked worse than we even thought. <laughs> of course we are. It's always worse than yeah. it really is. Mm-hmm. It's always a new study. New study shows that it's worse. Hey, an even newer study shows that it's even worse than that. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, I mean, and then how about just like reality? The experience of reality shows that it's worse because like the summer has been a fucking nightmare. I was talking to my dad earlier, and it's like he's like, you know, my dad's like sixty five or whatever how old he is. He's like, I never remember a summer as crazy as this with this weather. These these kinds of rains that we're having, these storms that are blowing through. You know. Hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's interesting. You're trust me, my dad's not an alarmist. He's not a climate alarmist. <laughs> no, I I don't think that he. Uh, based on what you've said about him, yeah. our stupid new eyes uh, can't recognize eras or decades anymore by looking at. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what happens? You know, is there another ice age in uh, five hundred thousand years? But we can't. It, it's all about it's all about scope, right? Like mm-hmm. climate change is real. Climate, you know, global warming is real right now in this moment as we speak. So mm-hmm. we have to talk about it in terms of what's the scope it's like the climate change argument is always it always gets muddled because it's a matter of like scale like we're trying to talk about it today but we're talking about shit that's happening in 2050 and in the world today wrapping your mind around something that will or won't or could happen in 20 years is fucking impossible relative to just in the 90s like in the 90s it's like what's your five-year plan in 2021 five years is like what what the hell like no one even asks those questions anymore the so climate change thing to be doing with your time ever <laughs> uh i don't know so maybe we don't prioritize it because hey we're all 35 40 years old think shit's gonna hit the fan before we die so in the back of our minds people are like well what am i really supposed to do about it like it's it really entails a lifestyle change of tens or hundreds of millions of people and circle back on the flow chart to cynicism i just have a hard time believing a hundred and you know half the population of the united states is gonna go electric and recycle and you this know, change their diet. Just, uh, this is all because of capitalism. This it. That is literally it. And that's the argument. You know, you can just <laughs> you can drop that bomb on basically. Uh, any <laughs> well, yeah, our other yeah. out is just like technocratic solutions. Like we have to fucking invent our way out of this disaster. Yeah, or it's, blast off this rock onto another one, and that's going to take a minute. Everything's fucked. So Everything is awesome. So you gotta uh, you gotta individualize your own experience so you can make the most of it and enjoy it. And it just gets shittier on the outside for all of us overall. And that's what everybody does simultaneously. Therefore, we are all fucked at some point. 
as climate change happens and as inflation happens and as the political climate gets more fucked up and as we deal with social media, we're becoming more withdrawn. We're moving more inward, which is the great irony. It's bull true. It's the great irony of this hyperconnectivity is that we're just actually retreating inward, which makes us more focused on what do I do to fucking survive, which a lot of times has to do with buying shit on Amazon because I would rather have that extra $5 in my pocket because that's fucking lunch. And that at the end of the day, that's the bottom line. I say $5 on Amazon so that I can feed myself lunch today. We just got breaking news. Luke Uh-oh. is at Luke least alive. I don't know if he's alive and well, but he's alive. Uh-oh. Let's give a tribute to Luke. I chicken katsu sandwich. Make it the way you would make. The, just put the ingredients on it that you would want on any regular chicken sandwich. Uh, butterfly the chicken breasts and flatten them out. Put it in the egg wash. Uh, dredge it in the flour. Uh, breadcrumbs. That's it. Just fucking lay that baby down. It was three minutes on each side, and it was fucking perfect. <laughs> lay that baby down. <laughs> the wonderful description of a. I, talking, uh, we don't. <laughs> that's what he was doing. He was making a chicken katsu. <laughs> Got caught up in it. Hey, we still don't know what the down. fuck he's doing. He just. Are you okay? He says, I am now. What in the fuck? Are you recording? Of course we are. We've been out for an hour and ten minutes, you dick. It's the, we already started it's 15. Insane. Podcast. Yeah. He's been cleared no. for communication. Yeah. Where does he live in? <laughs> I'm not sure what world he lives in. Anyway. Um I uh Corey really kind of gave us a reality check a couple weeks ago at band practice. And I'm not kidding, it kind of like impacted me with his plastics chat and uh Let's recycling his bullshit. Recycling yeah. is bullshit. Yeah. Especially plastic, yeah, because what it changes the molecular structure and it's fucking useless. There's there's uh the three R's and people think fucking recycling's the answer, but the other two are the really fucking important ones. Reuse. Reduce <laughs> is the most important one. Fucking Whoopsie reduce. Daisy. <laughs> huh. Okay. Reuse. Reuse. Reduce. Reduce, reuse, and recycle. But we don't recycle. We can still well, re- we I can mean, recycle recycling, paper goods, cardboard. Recycling is a last resort. I mean, the the whole point is to like have fucking shit that you're not throwing away. Because you're going to like, spend additional energy recycling stuff, and plus it's like all market driven anyway. So like, if the price of you know, we send a lot of stuff overseas, particularly to China, to be recycled, and as the price structure changes, as markets change, sometimes it doesn't even make it to a recycling facility just ends up in a landfill anyway <laughs> you guys ever think about that you got to oh we dr- there's landfills within my range over here canton's got a nice big one off 275 here yeah oh yeah yeah there's another one up there in grand blank area there all by the hill road exit on i had one in, in my small river, river community yeah actually river there, there was some local news about that about expanding that oh putting uh, more trash in it yeah and and you know, it's a bit, it's an important revenue source for Riverview. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sportsman's Den. That's the uh, the restaurant at the foot of the Mount Trashmore, as it was affectionately yeah. known. Yeah, 
Mount Trashmore? Wow, that's Mount, beautiful. Mount Trashmore, baby. Yeah, it was a ski hill. It was a tubing. Uh, it would tube and ski there. It's, I mean, literally, we're talking uh, elevation of about fucking 80 feet or something. Yeah. <laughs> the highest point of downriver is a, is a fucking mound of garbage. I think it's some. I think it's some building in Southgate, but yeah, it's neither here. Oh nor yeah, there. I know that one that you can see off of seventy five South. <laughs> but I take my garbage out and I look at all the shit in the bag. It's gross, and I think I'm one person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a single person home, and I think about all the trash that we have, and all, I just my mind like can't even comprehend. How do how are we even handling it now? It's it's not even. I feel like there's a secret trash nightmare happening right now, and we don't even know about it, but it's going down. Yeah, I mean, look at like the New York City, the '68 like garbage strike. Like that's shit. Trash tr- people that collect your trash. If they all come together and like we're not collecting your trash for seven days, that's a fucking that's panic immediately. Mm-hmm. That's an immediate panic. By the way, Luke yeah. says, sorry, guys, huge fuck up. <laughs> Jesus. Tell him to, can you ask him to be more cryptic? He fell asleep. <laughs> Alarm didn't go off. What? Or he didn't hear it. Oh, my God. Tell he him to asleep. jump his ass on. He's already exposed at this point. I need this to, is, you know. Yeah. Anytime you needs- think you can't get a hold of somebody, they fell asleep. That's what happened every time. He kind of needs to take a walk of shame here. I mean, am I oh, right? Or a week All ago, right. we were like, he's like, dude, eight o'clock. I got the text that we could go back in time and verify that. So, yeah, he's going to get a little spanking here. All right, I'm going to I'm going to spank him on text. Well, let's see. <laughs> you better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Better lock it up, Luke. I got to tell you that right now. Man, I'm glad I called that guy. At any rate, I don't really have much to add to the eco <laughs> conversation, guys. I love nature so much. Really do. And I think I love it more with age. And I think that's kind of a common phenomenon, frankly. I think hmm. people age. Uh, not everybody. I mean, obviously, there's exceptions. But I think it's overall. Maybe we'll find this out when I'm even older. That all you have. I'll talk to other people and say, you know, I got more of appreciation for nature as I got older because I understand the natural world a little bit more now. There's always going to be hedge fund assholes that don't know dicks or shit about the natural world, and they're never going to. I know they exist. You know, that movie I, a couple of years ago, I watched it, uh, Walk in the Woods with Robert Redford and hmm. Nick Nolte. It's about two guys who try to do the Appalachian Trail at like 70 fucking five years old. And... Interesting. Oh yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I thought it was like I always mix it up: a walk in the woods, the walk in the clouds, which is like some lame ass rom com. So a walk uh, to remember, starring Mandy yes, many more. Yes, even <laughs> worse. Thank you. Yeah, that's even worse. And oh, here he is, right on schedule for the film chatter, ladies and gentlemen, Luke Horvick, the Jeez. man with too many cooks, dicks, alarm clocks. Fresh is like Daisy. Look at this guy. He looks well uh, yeah, rested. He looks, he's going to be up all night, man. No doubt about it. Yeah, it's a <laughs> fucking terrible. You have no idea how fucking young you are. Oh, we do. We, we know. This is so fucking. We thought you were this, in a car accident. We thought you were in the hospital. Fucking, God damn it. You got the scene where you're just in a, you got in a comfortable head. chair. 
Oh my god. Luke, we got uh, Bedhead no. Luke. Well, no, man. It's like uh so or you know couch face we were like? couch face, bed face, uh, Go like blanket face. You know how when you get the waffle on your face? Uh-huh. Yeah. And Kristen, reason will prevent. Kristen came back from the gym and she was like, It's fucking nine o'clock. What are you doing? I was like, Oh my god. Sorry, guys. Um, you don't have to apologize to us. You missed the whole show. Horribly, so. I know. I know. Horribly fucking unprofessional. You only have uh, yourself to be disappointed in because you love doing the show. No shit. I am very disappointed. I look forward to this every week. <laughs> we already did the landlord talk. We covered the Jacobin thing in detail. Uh, we did... Uh, what else? We, oh, we talked about Detroit rent control. and We did mm. Rod Allen talk. That was fun. We did some Rod, uh, Allen. Rod Allen's finest bozo moments. Uh, we did that... Remember that girl who... May or may have not said a word that is not cool when Kobe Bryant died on national television. We talked about that too. So. Can we get this Rod Allen drop right here, Mike, real quick? That this one that I. Um. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, this is the problem. Uh, okay, I'll I'll try to. I'm gonna do I like my that is a big red button on that on that website. It's, it's so it's so, so stupid, but it's one of my. Favorite I downloaded this one a millennia ago, so I have it on file. Remember, you that asked for it a lifetime. Early, yeah, it was a early, that was a early that was first the three episode. Kind yeah, uh, but Luke, you're gonna be happy to know that we've <laughs> replaced you on the show the whole time with uh, <laughs> plenty of Luke. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Here's a, let's give him a taste of what he was saying before he joined us. That was oh, all nice. awful everywhere. You know, infinite. <laughs> Wait, where's the uh, well, where's the best one? <laughs> the one we use the most. Oh, uh, yeah, here's a good one. Everything is just. Everything's Always the same, same and getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so don't worry, man. You, uh, in this no, is it's all about banality. This is terrible. That's it. <laughs> this is terrible. I'm so yeah, disappointed. I, know. I can't believe well, this happened. This is never like I look forward to this all freaking week. It's not never happened for to you. me. You must have been really tired, dude. No, you've also been exhausted. a ghost, man. Where the hell were you this weekend? You just disappeared. Where you been? What's going on? I was uh, I was out of town for uh, three straight days, uh, four days, and That's you why know, you're tired. Well, yeah, and on a pontoon for well, it was with the Pachurskis. in the in the sun. Yeah, we were. Oh God, yeah, we were with the Pachurskis for four days in cold water Michigan, on a on a pontoon, just uh, getting. Did you see they have a place in cold water? No, 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 no. They're they're in Chicago. Cold water's in the middle. It's between Who? us. Oh, They're, the Pachurskis. God Pachurs- damn it. Pachurskis. Yeah. Pachurskis. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, that's right. Sorry. That's right. I misheard. Um, Pachurskis, they, they live in Chicago. We're here. It's right in the mid. Uh, it's mid ground. That makes sense. So we were on a pontoon for four days and I, it's literally taken two straight days to like recover. Uh, I just... I literally just sat, like, laid my head down, and I set an alarm. I was like, "Shit, if I fall asleep, it's gonna be a problem." I burned through that alarm. Didn't even hear it. Was it set uh, for AM? That's what I often do. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let's see. Oh God. Awesome. I hope yeah, it, I hope it sun, wasn't. The sun will suck you dry, though. Absolutely. Days it of sunshine sucked me. That's dry. how you get eaten out. That's how. That's how you get eaten out. That's how you get eaten out. That's how you get eaten out. There you go. The sun, <laughs> that's how you get eaten out. God damn it. Nope, it was set for 745. Uh, literally slept right fucking through it. God damn. Well, you definitely were tired. Uh, by the way, Jesus. now that you're here, we could talk about 
Matt's dominance at the plate. A softball oh, god oh. on Sunday. Two grand two bomb, slam. Two bomb day. A grand slam. Oppo taco, dude. It was Both amazing. Both yeah. home runs were right center. Two right over center? the fencers to right center. Yeah. Effortless. Right center? Look, fucking effortless. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> I, I did clear. send that video to my mom, actually. I was like, hey, mom. <laughs> he says his video. mom has clippings. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, Mike was the, taking clips. Clippings. I, I brought the tripod, Luke, and I took video of everybody's swings, and we killed this team, so there's a ton of video of just us, all everybody's swings, dominating. So I, I need That's higher res than, than what you sent, though. You got you got a higher res than that or what? It's an i. It's an eight. Uh, it's a iPhone 8 Plus like you have. It's all I got. I don't know. It showed up in the uh, text that a little, little grainy. That's yeah, bullshit. Well, it's still a good camera. It looked good over here, so uh, I can give you the source file. Maybe that's what happened there. I need I need that source file. I need to show a few people that. Got it all right here. <laughs> you see, see, got a lot of see. a lot of disbelievers out there. I really I need it. I need that video. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. I just popped the tripod over there. I wanted to I wanted to get my own swings, and then we just started kicking ass so much that I I took video of everybody nonstop. So it just had to happen. Had to get it on, man. I had to get it on. I had to get it on. Had to get it on, man. Cowboy. What is that guy's name? It says Wayne Grow, but Wayne Grow. His name is Kevin something. Kevin something. God damn it. It's Kevin something. The name is so weird. I always thought his first name was Wayne and his last name was Grow. Oh, it's oh, the character's name? Mm -hmm. Wayne Grow? Kevin Kevin Gage. Kevin Gage is his real name, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Try to Okay, is this uh fantastic? Matt, this can you guys see this? This is your bat. This is you, Mike. Oh, this is fat ass. Yeah, I don't want this one. <laughs> False alarm. Is this when you realized you were right handed? Yeah, right. <laughs> that was funny. I wonder yeah, if that's in reverse. That was some great audio, man. Shit, that was so funny. That really made me laugh. Thanks for that, Scott. That was one of the best uh, quality laughs. Well, there's Finley. Just walk. I mean, I, I, I batted after you, Mike. Yeah, I'm trying to find the. Uh, this is what is sorry. what? Why did you do this? Why did you bring a video camera? I thought it'd be fun. I'm glad he did. Kept it's not a video finest, camera. Oh yes, your finest hour. The, it's the not finest a video hour, camera. not only of my softball career, but my life. Yeah, it wasn't a video camera. It was a, it was a phone. I just brought Weird. the phone, Luke. The phone goes on the tripod. I didn't bring a video camera. I want that to be clear for everyone were you, listening. Were you also sleeping with your like tenth you grade English teacher at the same time? My tenth grade English teacher? No, Matt. Matt said he caught his finest. Uh, oh, all right. Yeah. God damn it! What's full screen? How does this work? Who are we? Here it is, Who guys. Oh, this is the other team. That's Ray. Wow, make sure you get the other team. Do you have the whole game on here? I got a lot of stuff. Here he is. Okay, here's the king. I just wanted to get this. Yeah, look at that. Here we go. Oh, was Gallagher the umpire? All right. Yeah, he yeah, was good. He yeah, the other team gave him shit though. Here's the other Matt team gave the plate, him shit. Folks. Oh, of course Matt. they're gonna give him shit. It's uh, it's uptown, right? Matt with the uh, practice swing, swing and a fly oh. ball. Oh, that's, that's I think my, this is an out. Oh no, my, it's an out. That's the last uh, out of the game. Don't worry. No, it's the same. There's a whole other <laughs> inning here. Hang on. Oh, this is the end of the game. Video, way to queue. Way to queue up yeah, the right. Way to here you go, Luke. You can relive the. Luke, you can relive the end of the game line right here. Oh man, I do like playing them because they are insane. Oh man, yeah. you know that guy in the with the white t-shirt and the dreads? He's still just rocking them right up the middle. He's he got out on a third strike that hit the net. Probably happened three times. And he was like, "What the fuck?" 
Yeah, yeah, he thought it was yeah. an injustice. One one time, uh, there was there was one time uh, I don't know, it was a couple of years ago or whatever. He was just like, "You just gotta hit it up the middle, man." He goes, "If they can't move, then fuck them or something." And I was like, "Fuck wow. you, dude! You're wow. hitting a fucking you're hitting a softball like as hard as you can." 50 feet away there's like a female pitching who's you know not very familiar with it here we go man i finally found it here's watch me get a hit first this is a solid knock right here first pitch nope just kidding (laughs) maybe not the video i thought it was (laughs) fuck (laughs) got all our low lights here jesus christ that's good crap yeah put it in play then look look at you just busting out of the box can I? Oh, here we go. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> that fat ass fly. Fly, fat ass fly. Here we go. This is Matt's big moment. Coming up to Matt. Matt, this is a big moment. Everybody's on base. Base is juiced. Matt at the plate. First pitch. I'm telling you. First pitch. First pitch. First pitch. He's going up, Otago. Yes! There it is. Matt, you're not even running that fast out of the box. You knew it. <laughs> Grand slam. Here comes one run. Julie. There's Jules. Here comes Nato. There he is. It's not. Here comes Fat Ass. And, <laughs> man, and by, look at this. Yeah. To be clear, Fat Ass is Mike. Yeah, that's me. A <laughs> self loading. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, Luke, All you right. missed a good game, though. We had, we were like crushing the ball. I mean, we had, we probably had, what, six home runs on the team. Why well, we had two from you. We do you that had one from, two from uh, you, one from Ian, hit a true home run, and Alex hit at least one home run. Too, he hit so two. Yeah. Oh, he, he hit two? Okay. Hit two. Yeah, he was, he was cracking it. And, was and, the wind and, really uh, blowing out or what? It, it was blowing out. But, the blow, uh, I mean, I don't want to discredit Matt. The, the wind was blowing a bit, but he earned both of them. So. And Bradshaw no, couldn't put him over. Bradshaw, Bradshaw hit him the same spot that they didn't go over. So. Really? And he's a lefty. Yeah, it was blown yeah, out to like he hit two off the fence, which was pretty yeah. crazy. He almost got a Ryan Rayburn home run. So who was pitching? That must have been some good pitching. Some woman. Actually, I didn't like her pitching. They had a couple. Scott, of, we're talking about it. They had at least huh? two pitchers, if not. Yeah, they had at least two pitchers. On I was complaining about it early. Yeah, but. like Senior was pitching the second half of the game. He's yeah. the oh, was he? Now like you're ready, <laughs> big fella. Uh, now you're ready. <laughs> Uh, Trust me, he's not as loud as the guy that pitched in oh my doubleheader at Canton later. This guy would not shut the fuck up. Every comment, nonstop, 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 <laughs> nonstop. No breaks. He talked about everything that happened in every single moment of action in this game. It was exhausting. Well, that's exhausting. what a lot of people do with uh, people with Tourette's. They just put them on softball fields and let them go wild. <laughs> <laughs> let them have it, boys. If you, have a combina- if you have a combination of Tourette's and mercury poisoning, you just put them, put them on the softball fields and have them just harass batters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it was a fun day at the ballpark. We really had a nice time. Uh, we had some good defense, too. I made a fun play. I hurt my finger. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was oh, I was, trying, I was trying to – I was going to text you earlier. I, go, I was going to say, Mike, I've got a um, – I've got sympathy pain because my left hand middle finger started hurting for some reason. Is that the one, is that the one you sliced? Oh, that's cute. It's not. It's not. It just it felt like puffy or uh, stiff or something. My middle I finger don't... is my clit finger, too. So I need that. This is a family podcast. Well, the middle finger is it's just the most flippant. I, can, I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. The left now, hand? I can't. 
depends what position we're in. I don't know. Well, is that, that how it got infected? Is that how you became a switch hitter? <laughs> yep. The first time I got to dig into a girl's vagina, I was lefty and it was just. Dangerous, <laughs> right. so. Well, it was a good dig. There's nothing wrong with the quality of vagina dig. I'm waiting to record an episode that I can share with my parents. I hope Eric's not listening to this and recording. So close. It I just realized what I just said now. And <laughs> oh, you should have said that. Now you're now, yep. now it's definitely going in the Dropbox. That's fine. I I stand by it. There's nothing wrong with the quality of vagina dig. I'll say it again. Last time. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it was a fun time. Uh, it was a great day. It was a hot day, and we all had fun and. Total dominance, total. I mean, even though they ended up hitting double Good digits, job, we were mur- it was a thirty-five to six. It was to me, it was a thrashing. Oh, God, me that and is Matt. thrashing. But they're not that and, bad of a team usually. I mean, they're not. Like no, thirty-five. No. Well, in the ninth six. inning, they had a bunch of hits. In the ninth inning, so that doesn't count. They had the same wow. issues we had in previous games, except they didn't have good defense. Like, you know, we we couldn't put we couldn't string hits together in the last couple games, and this game we did. And if we do, we're fucking unbeatable. That's yeah. yeah, that's all it is. It's like uh the, the two games I've missed, you guys have had 30, 30 run blowouts. So Yeah, we scored forty three in that run. <laughs> guess yeah, I guess you don't need me. Anymore, that team sucked though. That team sucked ass. Uh it's crazy. Yeah. Wow. I, but I mean Matt, two just, bombs? Dude. Yeah. I also no, got a ground rule double. Uh, yeah. Oh and see. the ground rule double and an inside the park home run. <laughs> Shut up, really? Yeah. Yeah. And a ground out and a fly out. <laughs> gotta keep it real. I appreciate. It. I respect hey, you're, that. You're allowed. To, you're allowed to ground out and fly out when you got uh, essentially. Yeah, at a certain point, three, three, three balls. Uh, you know, three home yeah. runs and one that cleared. Probably the like eight RBIs or something. Yeah. And the the other thing that we have going for us is that orange uh, freak bat is now just getting prime. It's just. Right. It's I've been waiting for that one to start working. Yeah, that's the one he uses. I love it too. It's in its prime right now, no doubt about it, Matt. I love it. And uh, John Scott went three for three to start the game too, so he was doing his part. Good okay. defense all around too, Scott. Bravo, nice first. I'm always like good it. for a fucking clunky ass double play though. That shit pisses me off. Oh. <laughs> well, in the gray, hitting into a double play just makes me want to slam yeah. my head yeah. off a fence. It should. It should. Especially against that team. They're the worst. When, when, yeah. uh, usually. Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, no, it sucks. When, I feel fucking terrible about myself. Double play, though, in softball is actually the product of a hard hit ball, usually. Yes, at least always. For, yeah. Unless you're always, really slow. Always, always. A, a slowly hit, sh- a shittily hit ball mm-hmm. never results in two outs. Yeah, that's a good point. In the nightcapper games, I played never. second both games, and we had like. I had like seven putouts at second, but they weren't ever hit hard enough. You could, ne- I could never turn it. It was just like it was a pointless throw. So you're right. Julie turned yeah. a really nice double play in our game. Oh my god, dude, she fucking she's good, zipped. Man. Yeah, the f- she zipped that ball to first base. I was like, yep. I saw it from right field. I was out and right, and I saw how fast the ball traveled. I was like, wow, that ball oh, took off. And Alex played a little shortstop. Yeah, he did. <laughs> oh, I bet he's, I bet he's good at short. It was garbage he, time short, but it was good. He doesn't have a lot of range, but he's like, if you put it, if you put it in his area, he's gonna, he's gonna. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's gonna snag that motherfucker. That's right. Yeah. Sacrifice. No, Ju- Julie's got a good. Uh, she has got a great fucking turn over there. Like, uh, she's fast. She's like very yeah, super quick hands. Um, almost like you don't you don't even notice how quick she is at it until yeah, you realize no, until man. you realize you get that fucking yeah. No, she's great. She's fucking awesome. 
Well, we're going to wrap the- up the show soon. So, Luke, uh, do you want to make Shit. a quick commentary on landlords? <laughs> yeah, we need to live in a world without landlords. Um, these guys, so what's uh, your solution then? No, I, I, the reason I shared that article with you guys because I thought that I thought the argument was actually fairly compelling, or at least I thought. Oh, the I ideas. thought I shared it with you guys, but that's yeah, I, I think Mike did. Uh, and then Luke is. Uh, oh, you, you that's shared an active it. erasure right there, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I forgot. You I evicted Mike a, from credit. Of, God damn it! Part. I shared it with a I shared it with Trust another friend. I shared it with another friend uh, independently right. of that. Gotcha. Right, so do you have a solution then? No, I just uh, it, I was always trying to work through the uh work through that conundrum of course i i feel like you know the 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 landlord class is is a exploitative class and it's you know it's an it's an idle it's an idle elite that sits on property that can rent it out for uh you know for passive income like the arizona douchebag scott my arizona douchebag yeah (laughs) yeah so uh, no, I probably agree with whatever you guys said earlier. Um, yeah, like I said, bummed out. <laughs> I'm bummed out. I'm super bummed that I everything is that. always the same and everything is getting terrible. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah. <laughs> so when are we going to do an in-person one? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, by the way, look, you missed it. I did interview the real Mark Holton before the show. It went down. It was totally real. It was awesome. Couldn't believe it. Holy shit. Yeah, we John talked Wayne about Teen Wolf and John Gacy and Palazzo, of course, and we talked about a League of Their Own and, uh, of course, Pee Wee. Yeah, so is it uh, <clears throat> is it on the Palazzo podcast? I, I got a. I, it was a private recorded video. He didn't want to do a live stream, so we just did a recorded video. I'm going to post it and work on it after the show's over. It was fun. Well, I can. I'm okay with that. You might actually be able to increase his Twitter following by like forty percent. <laughs> We could double it. He's got 14. Yeah. I guarantee we could double it. We can get him to 50, yeah. Yeah, we could do that. But he's an Instagram guy. He made that very clear. Mark Holton, he operates in the Instagram sphere. He's also we a cameo. Some, got some found. sexy pics on uh, Instagram or what? Uh, he's got a he's got his own store. Um, he Mark, Horton, Mark, Mark It's got signed prints of him from his movies. One of them, the Gacy movie, which is kind of fucking weird if you ask me. But it's him in the clown makeup from the Gacy movie. Ooh. And he assigned you that photo and sent it to you in person. Oh, I'm sure that's probably the biggest seller. It is. That's what he said. Did a girl <laughs> love it? Which is like, I found myself saying it out loud while we were talking about it together in the interview. I'm like, this is, mm-hmm. wait, this is fucked up. Is this fucked up? Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe you got to lean into it a little more. Maybe he can start doing cameos as Gacy and be like, hey, it's me. Ooh. Happy birthday. <laughs> Actually, that's. That's, those, uh, those that's a good clips, idea. Wasn't Gacy recorded while he was in prison by a guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. You, and Drew and Mike, on, Drew and Mike all the time. Yeah. Uh, grass makes me horny. Yeah. <laughs> Does grass make you horny? Uh, Excuse me. And, that's a thing. And, and then he oh, started yeah. Yeah. coming on to me. Yeah. <laughs> He's talking with these people who come sta- and visit him. Started, the, yeah. He started going He's down on first. me. That's <laughs> right. Oh, get on! Get on your knees and get on, on it. Get down on your knees and get on it. Yeah. He's like, he's like, get down on your knees and get on it. It's not a love affair. It's just a couple of guys getting their rocks off. <laughs> That's exactly how he What's says it, on? dude. I don't, okay. There's actual audio, John. It's Wayne now, Gacy. it's now, it's now occurring to me that I've never, I have never watched anything related to John Wayne Gacy ever. 
I've only heard the clips on the the, the drops from the Drew and Mike shows. <laughs> That's was, quite disgusting. I did watch was, a doc once on him, though. I you did. know what? I don't. I don't think. Uh, I think he's pretty gross as a person. Oh, I, I completely agree. Yeah. <laughs> you know, God, you know, it's got Mike. So we're t- we talked about this. We talked about that Cuomo quote. This is apropos of nothing, but I'm just looking it up. Oh, I had. Did to, you find it? I, well, is it fake? I mean. It, no, it looks like I'm seeing a bunch of shit from 10 hours or eight hours ago. I don't even want to ruin it. I, I don't remember hearing it. Just to say it would almost be ruining it. But I, that audio would be amazing. I don't think we can get that on the fly. Oh, I'm going to try right now. That fucking quote. I When you said that earlier, I, I couldn't believe it. What's the quote? Yeah, he doesn't uh, want to say it yet. I, I, like, I, like, it. The, I like the reference uh, to the quote. I think that's good enough. He's referencing a quote that happened earlier that I wasn't here for. I I don't think maybe, I was here for it. Was I? Maybe he didn't <laughs> say it then. Maybe somebody implied. Did someone makes that shit up. He couldn't have fucking said that. Uh, maybe he said it in private, and somebody's releasing like background, but we, he didn't say it like on an oh, audio okay. format. That's just fair. Click, click that. That's the. Well, I don't know. It, that's an hour long fucking clip, but that is the quote there. Huh. Yeah, I think we just got to say it. Yeah, because people are dying to know. Go ahead, John, say it. Well, if it's not, th- this is we'll validate this for for accuracy. But quote: "I'm not perverted. I'm Italian." <laughs> yeah, he did say that. <laughs> oh, that's a. How oh, man, what about, do what you say that? going to do? He said his people back a hundred years. God. Yeah, he doesn't have. I mean, doesn't mean the people that work for him. (laughs) Fucking poor guy. No Emmy. No no governorship. I mean, Jesus. He still made a lot of money on that book, didn't he? I'm sure he did. Presumably, yeah. Did the book get released? Clowns were like, he should be the nominee for president. They should replace Biden at the top of the ticket with with Uh Andrew Cuomo. When the early days of COVID, he was king. Sorry, but after. What I've seen from Biden, I'm still kind of like, yeah. Why You've not? seen Biden? You've seen Biden in six months? Well, like, yeah, so I hardly I ever. I hardly ever see them. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. This guy, <laughs> guys in the being, basement. Guys being propped up so, by somebody. He's holed up Jim in the Henson's basement crew. of ping pong pizza in Washington D.C. Somebody's got his their hand up his ass, is fucking uh, controlling him like a puppeteer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh. That's why his mouth never seems to work. <laughs> Come on. What do you say? He says, Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh. I gotta work on my I gotta work on my Biden impression, although it's just so utterly depressing. I don't think I could ever pull it Come off. On, well, you're working on your Biden impression very well right now. You're hidden in the basement. Yeah, that's hidden true. in the basement, hidden in the basement, <laughs> disappeared for an hour and a half. Uh, yeah, fucking just fell asleep like a narcoleptic. <laughs> you have early onset dementia. You're, probably, you're, uh, you yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. Probably, you don't know where you are or what time it is. I may have set, I may have set the alarm for next week. As far as I know, you should run for president. <laughs> that might, that's a qualification at this point. Killing it. That's that's why that's why nobody's getting out of prison. It's got the wrong timetable set up. New York, and I love you. <laughs> Everything I have ever done has been motivated by that love. 
and I would never want to be unhelpful in any way. Motivated, <laughs> motivated by that love. Yeah. That now, wow. if we is that his resignation it, speech? Yeah. You yes. think about it um, when he says "my love." Part that's of it. definitely a code name for his dick. <laughs> Everything has been motivated by the. When he that's how he's that's how he's been explaining this for years, sweetheart. Uh, you know, you know, my love is yes. growing for you. Yeah, I care for you, and it's all been motivated by D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> my love. So he's referring to my love. That's got to be something. <laughs> it's it's just at this point, it's pathological. He actually can't not refer to it. <laughs> I can't I refer to metaphorical terms. So dumb. What an asshole. I'm glad he's gone. Fuck him. Eat shit and die. That's how I feel about it. Oh, did you guys address uh, Danny's email? Because I actually responded to it. Oh, really? And, and then I felt really bad that I fell asleep here. <laughs> Dear God. Look at that still of I'm not, on the screen. I'm not perverted. I'm just Italian. Yeah. That's, on the, that's on the fucking Chiron on yeah. Fox News. I'm sure they loved it, but it doesn't Holy mean it didn't necessarily didn't happen. Holy shit. I'm yeah, not you know, perverted. I'm just Italian. We need audio. I need the audio, though. I mean, that, yeah, I've been looking that, for that would be here. so fucking egregious to, to put that up God there. damn it. Yeah, that's too big of a tease. We need to hear the real thing. What is that alarm sound? Is that in the video? 9-11. 9-11's coming up in a couple weeks. So. <laughs> the Fox News is just smashing together footage. They're showing towers come down, and they're showing like footage of Cuomo uh, resigning and being like, this mm -hmm. just happened. Yep. Were you hearing an alarm? Were you hearing like a siren? Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, big time. That was uh, Marianne's watching, I think, Cruising in the other room, starring Al. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Serpico. Serpico. No, Serpico. Uh, okay, no, God damn cruising. I'm, I'm you know high on cruising. <laughs> Charlie watched. Kelly's hey, Serpico is just too funny now. I can never watch Serpico and not laugh because <laughs> once, once he did that episode where he tries to be Serpico and it's always sunny, it was over. There's no going back. <laughs> so Char Charlie Day, you mean, right? Yes. All his character, Charlie Kelly and Charlie Day, the human being. Oh, together. my God. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He does Serpico. Uh, Holy! Oh, there's a whole episode shit. where they, yeah, they spoof. He does. He's trying to solve what? the city's issues what? with bird oh law and God. all this dumb shit. It's just he. Goes, it's so dumb. So dumb. So funny though. Okay, no, uh, I do. I do recall the bird law. I do recall the bird law thing. That's well, that's another one too. I probably mix in the bird law, but we all need to know our local bird law. Uh, we're up against here. It's time to go. Uh, Luke, any final? Yeah. Well, dude, we've been on for hour and forty minutes. We've been here. Yeah, I know, but you know, it's not like Sorry. it's a huge imposition, you know. I got you. Guys you guys, He's got you guys a hard out. This. You forgot about Scott's hard out? No, uh, I didn't forget about Scott's hard out. Hard on, hard out. Scott's yeah. going to gain points by doing what he's about to do. Right? Holy yep. shit. Getting some leveraging tokens, no doubt. I mean, keep <laughs> keep talking for another hour forty, but yeah, I'm going to, no, going to cash I, in. I can't either. I'm exhausted, man. Luke's um, wide awake. He's ready to go. Luke could do a whole podcast yeah. right now. Luke's going to be up until 3 be in the morning just being yeah. annoyed with himself. Yeah, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> you better go fire up Cruisin' right now, man. I'll watch Cruisin' and Serpico, and then I'll watch the It's Always Dog Sunny Serpico episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're going to watch all this stuff. you got hours oh, of watching the, ahead of you. Okay, here's here's the last note then. In <clears throat> Dog Day, we were watching that uh, when I lived in Brooklyn, and as they do the aerial shot, they realize... Holy fuck! We live in the we live in the exact building 
that the bank heist is taken down. No way. Take, yes. Yeah. We we all were like, wait a minute. That's holy shit. That's our block. That's our block. And then I went out onto the <clears throat> fire escape. It was our literal building. So you can see my balcony in oh, that shit. movie. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Cool. We were sitting we were literally sitting in that building watching the movie at the time. Yeah. <laughs> so that's about yeah, it's about as interesting as it's gonna get. We're gonna have to get to Danny's email next week, I guess. Danny He and said we didn't, he we said, didn't even get to talk about Woodstock ninety nine still. So oh, yeah, week. I wanna do that one. God damn okay, it. That's good. But Luke, at least you didn't miss that conversation. So I'd be we all watch that, right? that one. Except, watch that, except right? I missed the actual like real uh, political conversation that you know I've been issued yeah, for. The one, yeah. It's yeah. True. yeah, you guys suck. Fuck you. Yeah, I think everyone's seen Woodstock ninety nine, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you okay, could have I handled have. Woodstock ninety nine without me. Well, you were really motivated to talk that about it. That would have been fine. Well, no, I was motivated to hear you guys talk about it. Well, now you're well, gonna be a part of it. Be motivated next week. Set your alarm. Set two right. set two alarms. You could do it your own Fuck. show right now by yourself, and we could still publish it to the feed if you want to just do talk about you know whatever for an hour and a half. No, no, I'm too pissed. <laughs> well, I couldn't think of an outro song related to missing an alarm clock or falling asleep, so this is the best I could do. Was I missed the bus by Criss Cross? That's all I got. All right, see you guys. What a bummer. Mike, are your jeans on backwards right now? You know it. I never miss my bus again. I miss-